PW Hustle Networks present PWR at the Movies. Join the professor, Tommy Wonder, and JB as they discuss the greatest pro wrestling moments in movie history. gig and they want you who the fuck wants a private gig in an empty prison as of tomorrow you've bought yourself a franchise for one more night This is fucking ridiculous. Hamenites, like I always say, the Israelites, the Irites, the Lowrites, the Midrites, the Leftrites, the Rightrites, all the ites out there in the world, in the universe, in the metaverse, in the Twitterverse. Well, Eli, what's up to the Elon Muskites out there? You know, the new owner of Twitter. I know a lot of liberals are now running. They're scared. 
But the professor's not scared because I've been independently owned. Nobody owns me. The left don't own me. The right don't own me. I am an independent thinker. And I am just the person that Elon Musk wants on his Twitter. Just like my cohort in crime. He's the independent thinker that Elon Musk wants on his Twitter. We're not going anywhere. So if you want me on, if you want to debate the professor, you already know my Twitter. PWSPROF. You can come at me. And I will I will take you down. And TW will give his Twitter handle and he will take you down and not be afraid to be banned, shadow banned, uh, you know, a metaverse banned. He don't want to be, he won't be suspended anymore. He is jumping for joy. But before we all, we do that, I must introduce myself because I'm always banned like that. I'm always, uh, you know, I have this vanity complex. I'm going to hell, I already know that, but I don't care because as long as I introduce myself every week first, I feel good. I feel so glorious. And by the way, I am the glorious one. I am the magnanimous one. I am the stupendous one. The only objective man in the IWC, YWC. The only objective man in the metaverse. The only objective man in the Twitterverse. The only objective man in this Podbean punditry. The Professor Chabella Cruz welcoming you to the Pro Wrestling Reflection Podcast here at the PWSO Networks at Podbean.com. Or the PWR podcast, as you know, all you young hipsters know it as. But I'm not here alone. I'm here with my cohort in crime. I'm here with my brother from another mother. I am here with the liberal conservative, the conservative liberal, Dr. Frankenstein, the man with the iron stomach, dumbing them dual and an idiot's own. The Tommy Wonder, who is jumping for joy that Elon Musk is the new owner of Twitter. Because he is going, he's got a hit list. All you motherfuckers on Twitter, he's going after you. He's been, he wasn't afraid of being shadow banned. He wasn't afraid to be suspended. But he's not afraid anymore because he's he's got a hit list. Come TW, you got a hit list a mile long. I don't really necessarily need a hit list. Uh, I've been blocked by Alec Baldwin, by Richard Marks, by Daisy Fuentes, which makes Richard Marks Richard Fuentes. A uh, couple of soft, you know, wrestling fans have have blocked me as well uh, but I find it comical because two years ago this man was touted as the greatest man alive because he made the electric car and now he's a villain because he likes free speech it's hilarious to me mm-hmm. that Twitter my hate for Twitter is well known you know it is I call it the cesspool of humanity and people think because Elon Musk bought it which by the way it's not a done deal the shareholders have to say yes and they'd be stupid not to because they're getting 38% higher value than what it's worth if they say yes. So they'd be turning down money. Um, this guy uh, is basically, the world is saying he's going to turn it into what it already is. It already cool. is. what? No, they said he's going he's gonna to let misinformation and uh, hold back other people, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're gonna they're saying he's a conservative and he's going to do to liberals what liberals are already doing to conservatives on Twitter, what they've done to James Woods, what they did to President Trump. Um, during the election, if you tweeted out anything about Hunter Biden, it didn't get – they didn't let you tweet it. They said it was mm-hmm. misinformation, yet here we are two years later, and even more has come out, and it's not as misinformation – and it, and it is tied to Joe Biden. Now I'm going to get our show shadow banned. Um, so it's just hilarious to me that they're afraid that Twitter is going to become what it already is. 
and what he's trying to undo. He's going to let anybody tweet anything as long as it's not harmful. And harmful is much different than hurting your feelings. Harmful means, you know, they, they said that President Trump incited riot uh, by saying, let's show him how to protest peacefully. That's inciting a riot. But we're not here to talk about that. We're talking about the violence that's going to happen when you and I finally meet in person from you making me watch this damn movie that I, I oh, wait, wait. Hey. Hold, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold your train of thought. Number one, I'm not afraid of being shadow banned on this platform because there's only 12 viewers. And that's, the, <laughs> that's the, you know, the t- tubular 12. But we always don't call them the Magnificent Seven. So we, we're not, we don't have that fan base, that millions and millions of fan base, even though I can lie right now and say there's millions of reflectionites out there in America, in Africa, in Canada, in Mexico, in the Honduras, in China. China, you know, you ain't doing nothing, China. You're being locked down, so you should listen to the Pro Wrestling Reflection Podcast, but neither here nor there. But that's number one. Number two, yes, reflectionites, we are going back to the movies. And you know what? This was not the, the, the plan A of picking movies. I will say this. We Give were trying to look for one that starred Bret Hart that came out just a couple of years ago. And even though it does, doesn't follow the rule of throwbacks, TW, you know that. I thought it was apropos to at least try, but I couldn't find the links to, to do it. And I'm not paying for anything. But as it was plan, nowhere to pay for it either. I know. That's the problem. But anyway, as a plan B... I figured, I heard about this movie all the time. I've never watched this movie, Reflectionites, and this is the God's honest truth. So we are doing Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. Wow, that came out in 2013, and it was made by Tromaville. You know, the Toxic Avenger, TW, uh, of Tromaville fame. But anyway, before we even get into the PWR at the Movies episode here at the PWR Networks at PowerBeam.com, T.W., can you indulge me for at least two minutes? Because it will be a, a, a quick diatribe. I can. All right. First and foremost, on this platform for the Magnificent Seven, the Elite Eight, the 99, the Terrific Ten, the Essential Eleven, the Tubular Twelve, you know who you are. I don't have to shout you out. You already know it by heart. But you know this. I made a vow to all you that I was never going to do a movie at a PWR at the movies that had Hulk Hogan in it. And I've kept my promise, haven't I, Reflectionites? And TW has been happy that I've been keeping that promise. But need that I say that, I want to at least give a public apology to Hulk Hogan. After watching this movie, <laughs> after watching Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies, you Reflectionites owe Hulk Hogan a huge apology. You should get down on your knees and join the Kiss My Ass Club because Hulk Hogan has produced better movies than this garbage that I had to watch called Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. That's all I had to say. T.W., agree, disagree, or have a different take on that? Oh, it's funny you say that because at some point watching this garbage, I thought to myself, A, Hogan never made anything this bad. B, I thought I could have said that about Piper, but no more. And C, holy shit, can you imagine if The Rock, Austin, or John Cena, or Roman Reigns for that matter, made any, or Randy Orton, 20 years of Randy, if any of them would have made this movie, they'd be wrestling like Ric Flair. They'd be still trying to get booked because they would never make another movie in Hollywood. This is bad. This is, 
This is the thing I thought. Like, if I say nothing else, Reflectionites, I say to you, we watch this movie so you don't have to. There is absolutely nothing, nothing that should justify you ever watching this. Not that it's free on Tubi. Not that it's free if you have a Prime account. It is absolutely unwatchable. I am absolutely – I'm not surprised it was on Tubi. I was actually scared when you told me that's where I could watch it. I was like, oh, it's on Amazon too? All right, let's do it. <laughs> at least you got it on Prime and you had it commercial free. That's all that mattered. So at least you can run through this gar hot garbage. But the funny thing is, Reflectionites and TW, this movie is supposed to at least, you know, even if you don't watch a TW, it has two of my favorite things. It has professional wrestling or professional wrestlers, and it's a movie about zombies. So the formula is already there for a zombie apocalypse. A formula is already there for the horror, you know, aspect of a zombie movie, TW. What are you, are you, uh, uh you getting rid of the documents? Did Billy Red Valentine give you the documents to shred? By the way, you're frozen. Uh, of course I'm always frozen, as long as people are you, can hear me. Are, are you frozen on your screen? No, I'm actually looking good, feeling good, well, as long good, as you can hear me. We're recording on yours, so it doesn't matter about mine. What What is my face looking like with, with it frozen? You're doing this, but like you're scratching your head looking the other way. You've been oh, that, frozen that, for that, a minute. That, that is a beautiful thing. And, and Big Ray, you know, sorry about me being frozen for the reflectionist. TN Couponer, if you see this on YouTube, whenever it gets on there, sorry that I'm frozen. But, of course, I look No, it's recording on your end. It should be recording what you're seeing. Of course, but e either way, I'm not frozen. On my end, that, that's the, then, that's you, the, then that. you should be good. I, I should be good, but anyway, neither here nor there. But again, TW, pro wrestling and zombies is a it's it's a it's supposed to be a tag team combination like demolition with the road wars. It's supposed to be a win win for the professor. This took two aspects of something I love and just kind of like took it away from me. Ah, TW, I, I felt so bad. I was like, I can't even admit that I'm a wrestling fan. Watching this, I can't even admit I love Walking Dead, and I can't. I watch this garbage. I've watched bad zombie movies. T.W. I know we, you've watched bad zombie movies. So yes, I have to say again before we even get into the plot and who's in it, reflection. I see. And bear with us. This is going to be a quick show, so we're trying to stretch it out a little bit here. But T.W. I remember bad, like a bad zombie movie called Demons from the eighties. That's how bad it was. I remember Night of the Demons, hokey stuff, that, but it was enjoyable that I could watch. What's that in, in comparison? Like, you, you've seen hokey horror movies that you yeah. might watch again. This, I guarantee, Chucky. Reflectionites, Chucky or whatever. This, I guarantee, TW, you will never watch this again because I will never wow. watch it again. Wow. This, this almost got unwatched. This almost got stopped. Mm -hmm. uh, you you said it to me yourself as well that you almost turned it off and said no we ain't doing this. Um, I I watched most most of it today but I tried watching it last night and it starts off it. Uh, oh I gotta say this one of my buddies uh, indie wrestler who goes by the name of Jock Sampson uh, mm -hmm. down in Ohio West Virginia Virginia area. He's in the opening, and the, the, there's all the wrestlers in the ring or whatever, where the guy gets uh, the tri trips off the whole storyline. Um, mm -hmm. 
and I seen him, so I'm like, oh, dude, that's going to be awesome if he's in this movie. I never saw him again, and I'm not even going to reach out to ask him, hey, man, was that you I saw in the ring? Because I don't want him to know I saw it, because he probably does. He's never told me about it, so he probably doesn't want anybody else to know, or if he even doesn't even know he's there, because what it looks like when it starts off right away, A, it looks like someone's recording it with their cell phone in a locker room. Mm-hmm. B, it's the same quality as amateur porn. And I, all I thought is, oh, this is going to be tits and ass. This is what we're going to see. And sadly, after an hour and a half, none of that happened. None. Not even. Mm-hmm. We saw some, some cleavage, but we did not see any nudity. One more reason for you guys listening to not watch this show. It's well, absolutely well, horrible. The acting is horrible. Well, we'll get into that. But, you know, with TW, this was funded partly through a successful Kickstarter program. That makes absolutely, private absolutely funds, sense in the world. Through private funds from three investors and, star, and, and several wrestlers in this movie. So franchise. Well, we're going to talk about the people in it. <laughs> the franchise Shane Douglas stars in this movie. And we'll get into that. T.W., I, I know you're ripping up a lot of stuff. With I'm almost done. done. Oh, please, I'm thank you. Uh, you. You're messing my train. I up. am done. I am we, done. We have the franchise Shane Douglas, ECW's franchise Shane Douglas. I don't. I wish he was Dean Douglas when he did this movie, but <laughs> we got Roddy Roddy Piper in this movie. We got Kurt Angle in this movie, T.W. We got Hacksaw Jim Duggan in this movie. We got Rebby Sky, or a.k.a. Miss Rebby Hardy. We also got Stronger Than Death, Matt Hardy. And we got a bunch of other, like, no-name indie wrestlers. This was directed by Cody Knotts. And this was actually called Cody Knotts' Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies, but that's neither here nor there. That's a logistic uh, formality, TW, but that's not that's not important because actually Cody Oh, Knotts he's was, the manager. He, he's yeah. the guy. He's barely he's the promoter. He, he was the promoter yeah. in the beginning of the movie. But, but TW... Before we even get into the plot and certain things within this movie, like I said, it's going to be a short show. But what say you about the the cast of characters that you saw? Don't talk about what you what happened in the movies, but you know the the funny thing of having having wrestlers like Kurt, Kurt Angle is a great example because this is 2013 2014. Kurt Angle is already Mr. TNA. He's Impact Wrestling and all that stuff. Kurt Angle has a taste. He had a taste to do Hollywood stuff. He wanted to venture into that 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 genre, if you will. Roddy Piper's already been there. Been there, done that since they lived. And He's, the, he's not know. alive much longer after this, eh? Yeah, I think Roddy Piper lived for another two years. God, God rest his soul. So, you know, yeah. when he died of a heart attack. But but I want to talk about Kurt Angle first because I, I know that he had the itch in the 2010s. He wanted to do Hollywood. Remember we talked about Hulk Hogan and what you have to pick and all that stuff. Now we get into... In the wrestling business, now you're in it and out of you know you was in and out of it, so to speak. You you did right. that, you dealt back into it in in the indie scenes here, and given the fact that this movie had that indie aspect, because in the beginning it was shot in a gymnasium or a high school, whatever the case may be, in front it, it looked like in front of sixty five people because the bleachers were empty. I could see that there was no denying the bleachers were empty. It wasn't a sold out high school gymnasium. I felt. I felt sad that these wrestlers, they took the money. You, you I can't, the check's clear. But for someone right. like Kurt Angle who wanted to get into that crossover mainstream, this was not a good movie to pick. What say you, TW, about the cast of characters being uh, casted 
for this movie. More, more than likely, what I would think is, as far as the audience goes, that was probably an indie show. If Kurt Angle was actually there, I don't know if he was there in the beginning because it was Shane Douglas. But if Shane Douglas was there, there would probably have been a few hundred people there, uh, especially in 2014. Um, but mm-hmm. they probably filmed this before they opened the doors or after the doors, after everyone left. Right. Because, you know, they're not going to film this during a show. You know what I mean? Because it would absolutely take cuts, recut. You know, like I always wonder that when they film wrestling stuff. Like I know from a couple of buddies of mine doing um, Axe commercial, they mm-hmm. only have one side of the ring has fans on it. And then they take the computer and mirror image it and make it look like all four sides of the ring are are you know, wrestling fans, but yeah, the CGI it, effect it, that has, yeah, but, it, but it's not a wrestling show, right? It mm-hmm. looks like it in the commercial, but it's not, it's just a ring in a studio with some people that are there to pay to be there. So like, kind of like glow when glow started out, how the fans mm-hmm. were either paid to be there or was free at your hotel. If you stayed at the hotel. Um, so, so you're really not exposing the business per se, which at this point, how, how much more can it be exposed? Um, the so I think they're recording that why either why guys are getting there and goofing off in the ring that's kind of what it looked like to me but mm-hmm. here's the deal uh, if you're telling me Kurt Angle want to go to Hollywood uh, I'm telling you now I know why he didn't because if this is if this is his and he and I get it he's green to that he probably thinks hey if I do this I'll have something to put on my film roll and I know and, he did another movie after this he did he did one of the Sharknados I remember that vividly. And I think wasn't he in one of the uh, uh, Expendables? That the last sure. one, like uh, like for a minute. Maybe I know Austin was in one, and I want to say Angle. Or maybe I'm picturing him dressed as the Shield. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. But uh, probably are. I just I remember him just being in like military garb. But I I thought it was a movie, but it's, it could be very well that I'm thinking of the Shield. But but yeah. So but this is a case of somebody not giving him good direction, right? Like, I think we all agree Hogan did not get good direction. Rock mm-hmm. did. Cena, too, little, little, too, little too late, but it seems like he's recovering from that because he's on, you know, he's in the uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad. too. He's got his own TV show that's a huge success. Mm-hmm. So I think, and he's in Ben and Fast and the Furious and will be again, I hear. But So he's, he's right in the ship, whereas The Rock only has... Tooth Fairy and one other movie. I can't think of what it is. You always say it's the one with the little girls, his niece or whatever. Um, but he's only got one or two that are duds, but they're Disney. So they're okay to be duds. You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. If you're in this, you're better off not telling anybody you're in it. Not that you were. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. But, it, you know, like I said, Kurt Angle wanted that, had that taste, the affinity taste to go Hollywood. Of course, you got franchise Shane Douglas, you know, Mr. Uh, working at a, I think he works at a, he's working at, he's a manager at Walmart or something about this time and then does these indie programs here and there. Who? Of course, Shane Douglas, franchise Shane Douglas. He manages Walmart? Well, at the time in the 2010s, he was managing Walmart or something. I don't remember if it was Walmart or Kmart or whatever the case may be. That's right. No, that's not no I know. That's not no, rough. Let me, That's let me tell money. you why it's rough. Let me tell you why it's rough. I think I told you this before. Mm-hmm. Once I started wrestling, um, and I started working at Art Van delivering furniture, mm-hmm. I started every day praying that nobody recognized me in their house. 
because then then the gig is up, right? Like someone's like, hey, man, I watch you wrestle every month in Westland. You know, like, no, that ain't me. That ain't me. You know, because mm-hmm. your mystique is blown. Uh, to beat Shane Douglas, and it's probably, I'm going to assume, in the Pittsburgh area that he's managing the Walmart. Probably. Uh, he's going to get recognized. And I, I, I think me, that would be a shot to my ego. However, I'm a very grateful person, so I might be grateful that I landed on my feet and got a management job at Walmart because you're making more money as a manager than you are fucking scanning people like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got to pay the bills any way you can. And, and again, right. he had a lot of injuries, and, of course, you know, ECW folded, and, you know, he did he the didn't indie- save his money. He did the indie scenes. He did TNA. And then, well, I don't know if he didn't save. He probably had uh, child support, you know, alimony. So that that kind of, like, takes, takes it away. You know, Ricky Morton's been paying alimony forever. So, you know, got to feel the pinch, you know. I'm with the right. men on this one, you know. Paying alimony sucks. But anyway, neither here nor there. But <laughs> it's apropos we talk about Shane Douglas because this movie centers around the franchise Shane Douglas. And, you know, within the indie scene – I guess you could say that franchise Shane Douglas is like Mickey Rourke. He is Randy the Ram. Everybody right. is paying to see franchise Shane Douglas. Now, we have the, you know, the beginning where, like T.W. said, Reflection Ace, that, you know, you see some things, that some action in the ring and some wrestlers that I never heard of and all. You know, I remember there was a guy, you know, wrestling in the ring, T.W., called Tom- Thomas Rodman. And he looked like yeah. Dennis, Dennis Rodman. So he, and that was his real name. And that that was an indie wrestler that I never really yeah. that I didn't know or didn't really care about. There was a guy that looked like uh, Joey Mercury with the with the dreads, yeah, dreads. But, but that wasn't Joey Mercury. But I knew who he was. But he looked like him. So neither here nor there. But there's a guy who, who looked like uh, the love child of Norman Smiley and Black mm-hmm. John Cena. What's his name? Fred. Fred something. Uh, well, I get the guy from Nexus, the gay guy, the openly gay guy, Fred something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember. Yeah, he was in uh, Crime Time or what? I'm um, not Crime Time, but millions and millions of dollars with Tyus with, with Tyus O'Neill. Yes. What what's what was his damn name? I love that guy. He's a black John Cena. Looks just like him, but he's black. Well, uh, he's in he's in New Japan right now. I don't remember his real name. So, but again, what was his name in wrestling? I don't remember. That's how Come bad on. it is. He's he came out for your people. He's an openly gay guy. What the hell? He's ain't my people that, first. Ain't my people. That's your people's. And I got, no. I got, the, I got the Twitter receipts on, on TW. But anyway, neither here nor there. But <laughs> we're focusing on the plot. Basically, it's all about the franchise Shane Douglas TW. And you know, everything about this, it was trying to keep it kayfabe to a certain point within the character mm-hmm. Shane Douglas. Whatever you saw in the ring TW of Shane Douglas is actually what you saw within this movie. So. The franchise Shane Douglas is waiting for his main event uh, match against Brutalizer Billy. But there's a storyline, TW. I didn't know there was a storyline, but Brutalizer Billy is having... Darren Young. Okay, here we go. But Brutalizer Billy, TW, Uh is having relations with Shane Douglas' valet slash girlfriend played by Taya Parker. So that's how the movie actually starts. Brutalizer Billy and Taya Parker are necking and making out in the locker rooms, and Shane Douglas looks like, you know, he, he saw his wife cheat on it. It looked like an episode of Cheaters without the guy right. that's hosting Horn. Cheaters. Yeah. So 
What happens, Reflectionites? <laughs> the main event happens between franchise Shane Douglas and Brutalizer Billy. That guy, Brutalizer Billy, looks like a a smaller version of Tito Ortiz without the steroids. That That's the way Brutalizer Billy. I'm trying to give a picture for you, Reflectionites, who haven't seen this movie. But, T.W., what's... What say you about this match between Shane Douglas and Brutalizer Billy to start off this book, this movie, Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies? Because this this has a correlation because of the of a certain spot in this match. Finish. But here's the deal: they don't like all all you see. Wasn't it Billy who was with with his girl? Was it was Shane yeah, that I saw said. him? Yeah, so, Shane saw it was Taya Parker. Right. So, oh, that's the chick's a real name. She's a real wrestler. I guess so. So, when you see it, you just assume, oh, he took his girl. But it, I don't realize that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's all implied. You don't even know what's going on. And then the finish, you think it's an accident. But then they're like, no, it's not. And you're like, okay, what's happening here? Like, there's so much plot loophole or plot holes, holes in the plot. However, of course there is. This is a Kickstarter movie. You explained it way better now after having seen the whole movie because they inevitably talk about it. But it, it, the whole movie, Shane Douglas is made out to be the bad guy, but in reality, he'd be the good guy because it happened to him, not. Him, I'm until you just reminded me that it wasn't Douglas, and I thought Douglas was making out with her, Mm-mm. and I realize, and especially the scene on the bus where she j- gets on his lap again, and he's like pushing her off, and I'm like, oh, by the way, just so you know how he did that and how he pushed her off of the the restaurant seat and all that, that stuff happens for real to mm-hmm. to rats, if you will, or the obvious girl wrestlers who are just trying to be rats that wrestle, right? Like, not I'm not justifying it. But I'm telling you, that shit happened a lot. Like, usually there wasn't three or four of them. There was one or two because either they were a valet or there was two girls wrestling on the show. But mm-hmm. most of them, if they had any kind of self-respect, they got treated that way. But the ones who came around who were blatantly rats, they got treated like that girl she, got treated. She was movie. being portrayed as a blatant rat. Ring right. valet rat rat. She yeah. was yes. supposedly franchise's girlfriend but was cheating on him in the locker room, in the same locker room, T.W. I guess this this, this is actually uh, Sonny. the heart. That, That's Sonny. Son, yeah, I guess Sonny did that a lot within the ECW locker rooms and the WWE locker rooms. And poor Smoky uh, Mountain. And poor Chris Candido had to be the cuck. But anyway, that's, a, that's another story for another day. But, T.W., the match goes on, but again... All the the rules and, and the you know the gentleman's agreement, as you will, for professional wrestling goes out the window because of the finish. Explain the finish, and then I'll I'll talk about the gentleman's agreement. Or you can talk about the gentleman's agreement. Don't kill each other. That's the gentleman's agreement. Right. Right. Let's get but each but other home safe. But the but the match itself, the main event, Shane Douglas and Brutalizer Billy, was so bad and on all levels. And, you know, Hollywood can only do so much, Reflectionites. But Shane Douglas is Shane Douglas in 2014. He's older. He's slower. He's wrestling with his shirt on. He never did that. He's fatter. He never did that in in the prime. In his UWF prime, he never wrestled with a shirt on like that. In his ECW prime, he didn't wrestle with a shirt on unless he was gaining weight. That's the problem, TW, number one. So he's slower. Number two... 
you know, to agree to do to do to do that, TW, I find that kind of like I don't know if it's hypocr- hypocritical, TW, but why would you do a movie on that premise where you actually kill somebody? Explain that, TW, if you want to. Or maybe I might might be overthinking it, but I I think Shane Douglas agreeing to do that and the synopsis of the movie starting from him killing Brutalizer Billy in the ring with a pile driver. What say you? Tombstone. Or tombstone pile driver. So doesn't this movie open with pro wrestling is the only place where you can openly kill somebody in the ring? Yeah, there was like, a, there was a, there was a slogan that said that. Yeah, it said professional wrestling is the only place where you can do this and that, and one of them was kill somebody in the ring. And I thought, the fuck you can! Like, what do you? I mean, you could make it look like an accident. Like New Jack tried killing that dude, throwing him off the scaffold. Mm-hmm. You know, you you. I think he would have been acquitted if that guy died because it would have been all hearsay. Like, yeah, he was mad at that guy. That doesn't mean he purposely threw him off a scaffold. Like, you could just say mm-hmm. it was botched and. You know, I think that would be probably true. Like, you could, especially ECW, you probably could get away with accidentally killing somebody and not go to jail because um, there'd be no way to prove it wasn't an accident. You know, there's people to this day that still want to say Owen Hart was murdered, you know. Right. When, but, but the reality is he it didn't was an, clip. It was a tragic the, accident. That yeah, it was an accident. The, the clip didn't clip on because of his feathers, and the rest is history. And there, I just since many- I'm there are many so I'm bringing up accidents. Owen Hart. There's one thing I gotta. I I love telling this part of the story. Most people know it, but uh, Owen Hart died because he saved the life of the referee and the ring announcer because he yelled to them to move out of the way. And if they hadn't moved out of the way, he would have landed on them instead of hitting his head on that turnbuckle. I mean, mm-hmm. he probably would have been hurt like a some bitch, but he would have probably killed one or both of those guys by landing on their head, right, with his full weight. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just I think that's forgotten, and I think when we talk about Owen and the tragedy of it all, the last thing he did on this earth was save two other people because if he doesn't tell them to move, they're at least hurt. You know what I mean? And and right. that is and and that's how I know you know how it happened. He, he's focusing on his feet landing in the ring and doesn't realize by looking down he's putting his head right in front of the turnbuckle, and that's what folded him in half. But but. The fact that he told those two guys to move, I'll never forget that. That's 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 hero shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he should be worried about himself in that moment. Most of us would be. And he still right. thought to tell those guys to move. Knowing in wrestling, when you dive out of the ring, who breaks your fall? Other wrestlers. So imagine mm-hmm. if he had that mentality. If it was AEW, that's what would have happened. They would have just said, Fuck it, these guys will catch me. Oh, but, okay, uh, now, now, now you're making <laughs> conjecture right there. We don't want to talk we don't want to start that. <laughs> but I get where you're going with it. But I'm saying there is tragic accidents like Owen Hart. There's tragic accidents like Draws in the in the WWE ring. There's yes. tragic accidents in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I forget. There's a couple of Japanese wrestlers who are paralyzed. AJ who are paralyzed. Uh, great. AJ broke two necks. Right. So a lot of things happen that's tragic accidents, and they never meant it. But this movie itself, Shane Douglas, in later on in the movie Reflection Nights wanted to kill Brutalizer Billy with the tombstone pile driver. That to me again again TW, I guess I'm overthinking it. I understand you need a plot to start somewhere. And he hated Brutalizer Billy for cheating on you know for, for his girlfriend cheating with him. But doesn't hate her. But does well he uses her for his own special 
purposes. We get that. Well, now, you, now you know why he tossed her out of the seat and all that other stuff. Right. She's, she's, but she's, a, do, she's a rat. But but TW, as a wrestler, do you co-sign at least this synopsis that Shane Douglas agrees to this? Wouldn't you be like a little bit like, I don't know if I want to start a movie with that synopsis that I wanted to kill somebody in the ring. Is I that think me AJ, overthinking it? AJ, no, I, you are overthinking it. I think, I, you know what I think? As soon as you said that, I think Shane is the perfect guy to do it because he's trying to further the new the Jack character. trying to kill that guy. No, mm-hmm. like the, the, that, that shit can happen, and I don't think it ever would. You just said it yourself. The, the agreement is let's get each other home. If Brett's mm-hmm. not doing it to Sean and vice versa, there's nobody else doing it, you know, unless they already were some kind of fucking derelict who would never made it to the, you know, there's, there's a word that's lost in wrestling a lot, and that word is professional. And mm-hmm. these guys are professionals. They're not going to kill each other. They're not going to intentionally hurt anybody. And right. I'm going to tell you right now, there's, there's, there's another reason besides the code, if you will. The other reason is you know that could very easily happen to you. And I think I told the story on here before. I jokingly told Truth Martini when he asked me, hey, man, you hear what I say? You're going to catch me, right? And I go, oh, I'm not listening. I'm going to move anyway. And then it looked like I moved. I didn't move. I turned, and he missed me because I was trying to make it not look like I was waiting for him to dive on me. You know how you're trying to play dumb mm-hmm. to the fans, and then you turn into it? Well, when I turned into it, he went right in between me and Rico. So for years Everyone thought I hurt him on purpose and moved out of the way for him. And mm. it, I never, ever did that. And I walked up to him that night. I apologized to him on the floor. I apologized to him in the back. And then I don't remember if it was him or somebody else said to me, I think it was him. He goes, bro, you said you were going to move. And I'm like, I did? I didn't even remember saying it. I was joking because he asked me the same thing twice. You know how mm-hmm. you have somebody ask you a question, you answer it 100 times, and then when they ask you again, you go, you fucking ask me again, I'm going to change my mind. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it was a rib. It was not serious. I did not move on purpose. So there's no way you're going to hurt somebody on purpose knowing karma's a motherfucker. And you might not even get hurt on purpose. You might get hurt accidentally because of you doing something on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, it's going to get you. And right. to flat out say you killed somebody, but getting back to the storyline part, five seconds before he says, I did it and I loved every second of it, he swore he didn't do it. And said, you, but you wiped out my whole family. Like, again, he's the baby face, and he's going to kill him. And by the way, that guy looks like Christopher Cross. Or Christopher Cross. Chris Cross. Whatever. Killer Cross. Whatever the okay. hell his name is. You know what I'm talking Cross. about? He did not Killer look like Christopher Cross because he would have no. an afro. <laughs> uh, Christopher Cross is the, guy, is the guy that the song Radio Killed, Video Killed the Radio Star. That guy won two Grammys before MTV, and then was never heard from again once people saw that he looked like Barney from the... Absolutely. Yeah, I I guess I am over. What what was that? Respond to what? My 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 phone or my watch just made a noise. I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. But anyway, I am overthinking the reflection. I just think there's a code and all this stuff. But Shane Douglas kills Brutalizer Billy in the middle of the ring. And the death scene actually looks stupid because he is foaming at the mouth. Looking like a wagging dog or whatever, you know, his tongue hanging out and all this stuff. Right. It looks so ridiculous and reflectionized. I was like, I actually laughed reflectionized when I saw that. I said, like, God damn, he can't even die good. And, of course, Shane Douglas is playing it off. He's doing the Shawn Michaels from the Montreal Screwjob. I'm clean on this. I'm clean. I didn't do anything. It It was an accident. All that stuff. So, but... 
Within the, the gymnasium TW, there is somebody in attendance. Brutalizer Billy's brother. And I don't know his full name, but I just know his first name. Angus. Angus is pissed off Reflectionites that Brutalizer Billy is dead. Yes, I already know. He's having serious That's thoughts about it. Terrible. Of course. Uh, again, you know, people have their, their choices. They, you know, they're free to think the way they are. But anyway, let me get back to this movie so we can get out of here. But anyway. Yes, yes. Ang- Angus is pissed off, T.W., that Brutalizer Billy is dead at the hands of the franchise Shane Douglas. So he concocts a master plan. But first, what he must do is sell his soul to the devil. I, I, I kid you not. This is the plot. <laughs> he sells his soul to the devil. And he sacrifices a young girl, eats her heart to become a full zombie. He's not like <laughs> he's not like a like, you know, walking dead zombie reflectionites. He's just the leader of the pack. But there must be the, the starting, you know, the the snowball starts with sacrificing this young nurse, T.W., and she is the so-called leader of the horde of demon zombies that is under the control of Angus, T.W. What say you about that plot? It has everything. It has rituals. It has a cult. And then you got Walking Dead all rolled up into this one scene. So there's so many things, Nick, from Walking Dead. The prison, for one. Uh, the There's a scene where Shane... Ironically, his name is Shane, does a Shane move from Walking Dead where he tripped that guy so he mm-hmm. can get away. He did that to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. By the way, you talk about behind the scenes too much shit. Piper and Shane Douglas are speaking Carney in front of everybody when they're out signing autographs. That's when Piper first shows up on, on the camera. And then that mm-hmm. girl walks by, whatever that chick that, what the fuck. Whatever she was, she comes by and he goes, do you speak Carney? And she says, do you speak English? And Piper goes, that was a rib. That was a rib. It was corny as shit. Um, but the, here's the, the lines in the zombies. The, the lines in this movie were terrible, but go ahead, T.W. Yeah. Um, I, I think they were all ad-lib. That's why. It was guerrilla movie making. But mm-hmm. um, these these zombies are so inconsistent because, A, they're fast. At some point, they're chasing people. B, there's one that has a mohawk that's chasing the guy you call um, uh, Mercury, Joey Mercury. Mm-hmm. And they're having, like, first he does it with Matt Hardy. Then he does it with that guy where they're having, like, a steel cage match where they're fighting on the side of the cage as one's trying to climb over the top. Mm-hmm. Then when Mercury becomes a zombie, he's still the same guy doing flippity shit while he's a zombie. And then oh, the, the, the movie is, is so transparent, reflectionized because the zombies are not slow. Just like T.W. No. said, they they are Day of the Dead. They're Dawn of the Dead from 2004. They run. They run after you. But not only do they run. And they work wrestling matches. They do they, work punches. They punch. They kick. They drop kick. They powerbomb. They do all the, they do flying tackles. They do clotheslines. These are wrestling zombies. Don't get it twisted, reflectionized. This is what makes this movie so stupid. Let me get and to then, the, let me get back. Hold on, hold on. Get back. No, I know you're going to go into that, but let me get back into the synopsis. But Killer Cross is never a zombie. I think he's more of a warlock because Wait, call the it whatever girl, you want. 
The girls become zombies when he eats their heart, which somehow feeds his brother on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's fucking terrible. It, 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 see, you're, you're explaining it more than I can. But anyway, Angus has to eat the hearts of the girls, and the girls are the leading zombies. But that's not the that's not part, that's part A of the synopsis. Tw part B is Angus makes a deal with Shane Douglas's promoter Cody Knotts to have himself. Roddy Piper, Kurt Angle, uh, Matt Hardy, and all these other wrestlers to perform in a vacant uh, penitentiary in West Virginia. I just wanted to get the plot there. (laughs) Shane Douglas is pissed because he hasn't been paid in weeks. And Cody Knott says, if you do this one show, I'll give you whatever money I owe you plus interest. So, of course, Shane Douglas is a businessman. He's a greedy businessman. So, Again, like you said, T.W., they're speaking in carny terms. They're speaking in kayfabe terms. They're keeping in character. So now you're in the bus, and now you're you're in this bus. Well, at least, you know, for an indie promotion, T.W., whatever this indie promotion is, they got a good bus. It wasn't a school bus. It was a nice, chartered, air-conditioned bus. That's more than probably what you would have had in your indie days. You, you probably would have got the school bus. I never got a bus, ever. I drove myself. <laughs> See, th- this this is the best promotion. This is better than Tony Khan right now. He's Tony Khan before <laughs> Tony Khan even, you know, got in, before AEW got into business. So now, TW, you can explain how these, you know, this is another funny thing. After the girl becomes the lead zombie, think about, you know, in, in a span of, let's say, a month, TW, before this, before all these wrestlers get into this vacant penitentiary. This girl tore the brains, you know, ate the brains of about 100 people, including Shane Douglas's family, his sister, his brother, the nephew, and all that stuff, all in a matter of a month. Nobody, no, there's no rate, there's no uh, police reports, there's no news, there's no action for news special reports about, you know, p- missing people or horde of zombies or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I find that very troubling. You talk about loopholes and plot holes. That's a big plot hole that you have a six-month gap between a, a hundred zombies that are being created by Angus and this this nurse. And then they get to the penitentiary where they are controlled. Like you said, they are controlled. They're, they're dormant, controlled zombies. They were waiting for this magical time where all the wrestlers get into the ring. It's the and brood. Then, and it, yeah, it turned into the brood. And all the zombies hurt merged to the ring, and then it, at first, it looked like Roddy Piper and uh, Shane Douglas thought this was part of the show. They didn't even know they were dead. So they were right. acting, so they were starting to do the acting part of it. Right. And then, now let's talk about one of the scenes that were that was really funny. Kurt Angle was the special guest. Oh. <laughs> he comes in from the back, Reflection Nights, and then one of the zombies takes his handler, or I think his brother, whatever, and then Kurt Angle takes off his shirt, Reflection I said, I kid you not. He starts wrestling. He has a handicapped wrestling match with six zombies. He handles it. You know, he hang, handles his own TW. He does his angle slams. He does his, uh, he does his ankle slams. lock. Ankle lock rips a leg off. <laughs> he rips a leg off. But then, you know, the numbers just catch up with Kurt Angle. No, He's, no. He was celebrating no, it, and he got clobbered from behind by Killer Cross with the cane. 
Right. He got clobbered from behind, but then the numbers just catched up with him, and now he becomes the first wrestler zombie that comes into the ring and challenges Roddy Piper and challenges, you know. And then the the, the funny thing is you see him there in the ring, but then he disappears. He's never seen from again. He got his check, and then that's it. What say you, T.W., about the Kurt Angle scene and then getting into the ring and then becoming the first wrestler zombie? So Kurt Angle is in the ring after being eaten and the only damage he has is scratches on his head. He's got no holes in his body. He's still yeah. in good shape. He's wrestling. There was and then later six, there were six zombies, so he had to get bitten every which way, reflection. Right. I'm, just, I'm just trying to give you a picture here. And then and then later on Shane Douglas is covered in in blood. And then mm-hmm. at the big finish scene, he's on the bridge and he has no blood on him at all. Never asked right. Piper to borrow the towel, nothing. Just he's just like he took a shower. And then mm-hmm. his poor little nephew, he breaks his neck with a sleeper. But Kurt Angle, it's funny, this will be so bad that I forgot Kurt even made it to the ring. And then I was about to say, those guys never even got to meet Kurt. And then I realized, no, no, they had the match. And it was Angle and and Piper first while... There was no match. They just all hurt. They, they all got into the ring. And then well, the I mean, they just paired it down to Shane, it. Shane Douglas was fighting with people in the ropes. And then... Kurt Angle and Piper were going at it, and then Angle and Shane. And I just, I just thought, what the fuck? This, I, I, that's the only point they're in the ring at all. It, yeah. never even, it was almost like it was a booby trap. It wasn't a wrestling show. Yeah. That, that's, this was Angus's total revenge. On, for some reason, he wanted to punish Piper, punish uh, Kurt Angle, punish... Jim Douglas. Why did Jim Duggan deserve this? He didn't, want, he, he didn't want to punish Angle. He said, you're going to be the perfect recruit to join my horde. He called him his horde. Yeah, that, that, well, he, he wanted was. Angle to be on his team. Like, like, right. that's what made me think he really was going to have a fucking audience and book a wrestling match when he said, mm-hmm. you're a member of my horde. So I thought, all right, we're getting Shane Douglas versus Kurt Angle. And the next, you mm-hmm. know, it's just walking dead hell. It's just everything breaks loose. It's terrible. It's it it is totally terrible. But I'm trying to get I'm I'm trying to at least point out some funny scenes or some funny ridiculous scenes as best right. as I can. Reflectionize. And here's one of the funny ridiculous scenes. While the horde of zombies, reflectionites, let's just say it's a hundred against like six. There are two people that are not in the ring, T.W., and they are fucking in the back. That's Matt <laughs> Hardy and Rebby Hardy. They don't know what the hell's going on because Matt Hardy is having the time of his life in the back. I, and he's blown again, out high. He's Jeff Hardy high in this movie, too. Well, that's allegedly. We don't know that. He's stronger than death. At this time, Matt Hardy <laughs> Matt Hardy's in movie. ring. Matt Hardy's in TNA. He he did his TNA run. He's doing his Ring of Honor run. So I, I remember seeing him here, the stronger than death stuff. And, of course, he is having this relationship with Rebby Hardy. But it's kind of funny, T.W. Again, a hundred zombies yelling, screaming, you know, all that stuff. You know, <laughs> and I know I, I, I know I do my thing. I know you do your thing in the bedroom. But if you hear some noises that you're not, you know, accustomed to hearing, you actually will stop what you're doing, won't you? You're like, right. what, the, what is that? Especially in an abandoned prison. Yes. On that, the floor. That's what, yes. But Matt Hardy, God bless him, and God blesses Johnson that he kept going. He did, nothing stopped him from getting what he needed. Yeah, that's why Rebby Hardy is pre- is pregnant again as we speak. So she, that's how it started. It started with pro wrestlers versus zombies. I don't know what happened from that mo- moment on. That's when the horde of Harvey 
the horde of Hardy started uh, growing. But anyway, neither here nor there. But while the while the zombies are trying to, you know, eat all these wrestlers now, I guess, you know, to abbreviate uh, Reflection Eyes, because, again, there's nothing really to talk about. The wrestlers are trying to escape within the, the maze of this penitentiary TW. And like you said, every wrestler, whether it was the uh, Joey Matthews wannabe, the Thomas Rodman guy, Matt Hardy got got his punches in, it turned into a match against the zombie. So what any uh, matches against the zombie caught your eye of, of no. ridiculousness? No. The, the, the cage match where they're fighting on the damn and then uh, what's his name fought everybody off until he finally could fight him no more and then he became a heel zombie who's still doing his flippy stuff. The, the Mercury, Joey Mercury looking guy. Right. That that's what it was. Uh, Joey Mercury, you know, he he did his he did the, he did young bucks in the in the penitentiary. He was flying off the top of the uh, of the cage. He was flying off the top of the ring. He fell off the top of the stage. He did some flips here and there and all that stuff. There's a poignant moment, T.W. Though, though that during this movie, you even said it a little bit earlier on that Shane Douglas turned into the ultimate heel. You felt sympathy for him because he was cheated on. He didn't right. cheat on nobody. But right. as this movie progressed, he turned on Hacksaw Jim. And the one I want to talk about is turning on Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He left them to die against a horde of zombies. And when Roddy Piper escapes back into the same room, he sees Jim Duggan biting on a hand. And Roddy Piper has to kill Put them down. It was a which was scene. which which was another stupid part of this movie. <laughs> it was an attempt to have some kind of wholesomeness, right? Some heart. But Piper was just with that chick, who basically they didn't know where the fuck they were going. But without even telling her, time out. I got something I gotta do. He goes mm-hmm. back to that room. The Duggins in looks around puts him down, and then leaves the room like he's going back to the girl. Like, like he that was the reason he went to the room. When If he would have went out the other door, you would have thought, oh, he bumped into him while he was walking. <laughs> and, and then I got to ask you, whose fucking arm is he eating? He, got, he was in there alone getting eaten by zombies. How the hell does he end up with some food of his own? You know, that's a good question. I don't know where he got the arm from. Maybe one of the horde of zombies took it from somebody else. And then that arm didn't, you know, turn into a was in zombified. So, you know, he had something to munch on. That's the only right. thing I could answer you. But uh, within this movie, TW even talked about it. Uh, Matt Hardy had some funny scenes. He he jumped off a, a ventilator or, or or an air vent. He he kind of hurt his ankle. But then when the zombies came, he ran. He ran good. That that was a right. funny. Yeah, Matt plot. Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he, it, he did his best to fight off the zombies. Of course, he, he was unsuccessful. You was going to say something, T.W.? The, I, I thought, because I, you know, apparently I write movies better than whoever wrote this. When mm-hmm. he jumped and hurt his leg and he ran, and then they showed him coming down that hallway dark, I thought he was going to get killed because someone thought he was a zombie because of the way he was dragging his leg. But no, mm-hmm. just like a wrestler in AEW, he stopped selling the leg and just ran like it never was <laughs> Well, that's adrenaline. Isn't that yeah. adrenaline? Like, if, yeah. if, I, if I twisted my ankle with a horde of zombies, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm blocking out the pain. 
I got to run for my life. I don't want to become a zombie or whatever. But you know the funny thing, T.W., within this movie, how bad this movie was? I think Cody Knotts, who was the producer, Reflection Nights, of this movie, Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies, really, like, relied on Roddy Piper, T.W. This is just my humble opinion. I know you, you probably wasn't trying to pay attention to everything, especially, like, the plot, the lines that were... But I think Cody Knotts was asked Roddy Piper, give me some They Live quotes that could be remembered here. <laughs> I, I swear you like, I, you know, I think he was trying to ask Piper, could you give me one of those kind of like, you know, memorable one-liners for my movie here, T.W.? Did you catch that or did you care or you didn't even notice it until I said it? I did not notice it. And I, I if I did notice it, it was subconsciously probably thinking he's just recycling lines. Yeah, he, he, he was recycling They Live lines and it tried to like uh, adapt them to this, you know, for this movie, for the zombie apocalypse, if you will. So long story short, all the the wrestlers die, Reflection Nights. So, you know, Hacksaw dies, the indie wrestlers die, Taya Parker eventually dies because of Shane Douglas. Again, Shane Douglas is the heel of this movie. So by the time they get there, there's only three people left. Roddy Piper, his girlfriend played by Adrian Fisher, and, of course, Shane Douglas. So they somehow, T.W., they, all these three managed to get outside this penitentiary, and then, of course, the horde of zombies turned into from 100 to 200. So uh, neither here nor there. But, the again, poignant moment number two, Reflectionites, and I'm trying to be, I don't know if I'm sarcastic, but I'm trying to be serious here, was Shane Douglas was trying to fight off the zombies, and then there's that poignant scene where Shane Douglas uh, is, happy, is happy to kill his sister-in-law. He's begrudgingly has to kill his brother. But then right. his little nephew, his the number one Shane Douglas fan wearing the triple threat franchise t-shirt comes as a zombie. <laughs> and Shane Douglas puts him in a sleeper hole and breaks his neck. And it just took him out, T.W. It took his spirits out. What say you, T.W.? That was the most poignant scene in Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies when Shane Douglas has got to choke out his nephew, his favorite nephew. This is, this is the inconsistency of the movie. <laughs> in one hour and a half movie, Shane Douglas turned face heel, face heel more than Lex Luger did in his entire career. He's, he's, he's getting up to or a Big Randy show. Orton. Or Big Show. Yeah, yeah, or Big Show. It is, it, like... Come on. Don't try to make these guys cry on camera. Nobody gives a shit. we never even seen his nephew. Uh, do you remember the scene where his nephew walks in and sees his mom being eaten and his dad is already a zombie? Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is the sky, but you hear like a car is driving really, really fast. And as right. it pans down Star Wars style, I'm thinking it's going to be the little kid driving a car that he doesn't know how to car- drive to try to catch his uncle. You know, mm-hmm. instead, it's them on the fucking bus and it's the next day because Shane just got through leaving saying, I'll be there tomorrow. You better have my money. And then he gets did, on the did bus. Did you see the time? He leaves his, he says to his nephew, take care of the house for me. And right. within um, two minutes, I'll give you two minutes. Everybody in Shane's family is dead. Right. Right. That, That's that, why I thought it was a different house. I thought he took him to Shane's house just to make him watch his house. And told the mom he was going to the wrestling show. And then Mm -hmm. he goes in there, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's the same house? I'm like, they've been going two minutes. 
not on two minutes. It just made no. There's so many plot holes, but again, it's poignant that Shane Douglas, his, you know, the spirit is dead with him that he had to choke out his nephew and break his neck, and he, you know, he couldn't take it no more. He had to fight Angus off one more time. It was that main event between Shane Douglas, Angus, and a horde of zombies, and of course, Shane Douglas comes up short. The numbers was just too much. But the funny thing was, Angus got the revenge on Shane Douglas. He didn't bite him. He choked right. him out. He choked him right. out with a belt or some kind and of... made him strap. drool. Made him drool. It was a chain, wasn't it? And he made him drool was... just like his brother did. Yeah, so it was apropos. It was karma, as you said, you know, in the beginning. I thought he was going to make the Hogan comeback. And so when he never came back... And then there's loophole number five, or plot hole. Every single person, including Angle including Matt Hardy, Rebby, every mm-hmm. one of them, that dude that looks like uh, Mercury, every mm-hmm. one of them, when they finally get overrun, they get eaten. Right. When Shane Douglas is on the ground, when that girl's on the ground, when Roddy Piper's on the ground, they're still army crawling, and the, and they're just punching and kicking them instead of eating them. Were they full? And now they just want to whoop their ass? Is what's happening here? I was waiting for a backdrop. Uh, I was waiting for her, uh, some kind of suplex or something besides angles. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it was it was so brutal. And why they they're all in that room? And Shane's like, "You guys, you think these shaky little cows can? They're I'm too much for the franchise." And then he ran. And then mm-hmm. they're running after him. And then there's a whole new group of zombies that chase after her Piper and the girl. And that's what I'm saying. That, that's the plot hole for me. Is like the the the, uh, the growing number of zombies that I couldn't even find. I can understand oh, Shane Douglas. And then he asked for more power. Remember, he asked for more power. Dead soldiers came up out of the ground. <laughs> yes, he, he asked his brother for more power. And of course, oh, to get granted. more power, he had to uh, sacrifice another female and eat her heart. So there was two women leading leading zombies with no hearts. And then the main event, if you will, is Roddy Piper and his girlfriend against the female zombies, where they find out that if you kill the female zombies, then every other zombie falls and dies. And, you know, there's no more zombie apocalypse. So it it is funny, T.W., even though Roddy Piper's girl gets bitten, it doesn't last that long. She doesn't turn because Roddy Piper kills off the leading zombies, kills off Angus. And everybody lives happily ever after. And then the sun some mysteriously just comes up at the right time. And that is Scooby-Doo and and the Spider-Man Far From Home. I'll give you Spider-Man Far From Home, but uh, I'm just like, and that is the plot line. And that is the movie reflectionized for pro wrestlers versus zombies. I kid you not. It was an hour and 30 minutes of your life that I saved from you. That's what it is. I saved you reflection. Well, I'm sorry, TW. I, I wasted your li- <laughs> 90 minutes of your life. So at least say we saved them. You take yes, all we, the credit. Yes, we saved them. We we do a public service for the reflection. So what say you, TW? Any final closing thoughts about this horrendous movie? Number one, like I said, for me, I apologize, Hulk Hogan. Santa with muscles is better than this movie. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Nanny is better than this movie. Anything I've you've done. Neither of those movies. And I still would agree with you. There you go. Well, anyway, T.W., closing thoughts of this movie. Anything you want to add to this? And then we'll get An out of here. An apropos moment. Okay. Is when Roddy Piper, 
It wasn't him that killed those two women. It was the chick that killed the two women. And then when he killed Angus, Angus. who was terribly selling, getting beaten with his own cane, mm-hmm. but while he was getting beaten with his own cane, somehow they saw in the clouds that his brother was also taking an ass whooping, so they kept mm-hmm. doing it until they both exploded. But Piper, before the final scene, when he army crawled out from underneath those guys and then she distracted them and said, hey, assholes over here, and somehow didn't get eaten or raped, um, mm-hmm. Piper's knocked out. Can't even save her because he's getting his ass whooped. When he finally hits that dude into the pole that I thought he was going to bat drop him, there's a full frame shot of him, and he goes, this is bullshit. And I can't help but think, that was a blooper that they put in the movie because he mm-hmm. probably really called out that movie for being bullshit on the set. Absolutely. And, and probably that was the line that Cody not said, I got my one-liner, even though it wasn't the one-liner I was looking for. So that's what I'm trying right. to say. He was begging right. Roddy Piper to give, him, to give him a one-liner for this. Oh, horrendous. the best one-liner he had. I can't believe you didn't say it. When he locks in Dennis Rodman's twin brother into the freezer... He mm-hmm. locks it with a fucking pencil. And I'm thinking, how the fuck is that pencil not going to get broken in half? Then he looks over his shoulder and he goes, huh, that's the first time I ever had the pencil. Do you know what that's a reference to? Booking. Booking. Yes. <laughs> and I pop. I did pop for that. See, there, there you go. But only uh, hardcore wrestling fans get that one line of TW. Nobody would understand. But I guess it wouldn't be, you know what, that... The one-liner doesn't matter. That's a nice Vince McMahon, vintage Vince McMahon announcing a action figure. figure. But TW, especially that that pencil, that pencil locks in zombie Thomas Robin. That one little number two pencil. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> and with that being said, Reflectionites, we close on this PWR at the movies here at the PWSL Networks at PodBeam.com. Again, like I said, we were not going to stretch this. We were not going to do two hours. We're not going to do two and a half hours. We gave you at least close to an hour, and I'm happy with that. So neither here nor there. So, TW, give out those socials so we can get out of here. All righty. The Pro Wrestling Coalition Network, they are at PWC Network at PodBeam.com. We are at PW Reflection on Twitter. Uh... I am at Twitter at Tommy Wonder 19 and at the Tommy Wonder on Twitter. Our good man, Big Ray Hernandez. Uh, he's at Big Ray Hernandez on the Twitter. We can't do any of this without him. I did set him up with a guest for his show uh, on the Weird Al Yankovic. So hopefully that comes to fruition. Random podcast. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, then we have Facebook.com backslash Tommy Wonder. Uh, Snapchat is just number wonder. Uh, Big Vito Brand at Wixsite.com. Also, Patreon.com backslash the Big Vito Brand. Dumb Dumb Duo and an Idiot is YouTube for me, Matt and Stacy. And then at the Tommy Wonder at TikTok, I have been posting on there. I put a backyard wrestling promo that I did way back in 1990. It hit 13,300 views and stalled. So if we can hit 13,312 and get the 30 dozen on there on my TikTok, that would be glorious. Not me being glorious, uh, Reflection. That's, that's his TikTok being glorious. Again, I'm <laughs> sorry, TW. I will never be on TikTok. I'm not going to do TikTok. Just send me the link and I'll watch it. Aren't you going to quit Twitter, though, because of Elon Musk? No, I'm going to be on Twitter. I'm going to be. I'm still on Twitter till the day I die. 
I got a getter, but that that you know whatever that other uh, is that like grinder? No, that's the that's Trump's uh, other one. That's Trump's true, no true tr- social. No, what is, I, what is getter? I, that was the Republican the conservative Twitter. Oh, no, there's parlor, and then there's true social, which is Trump's. I, I can't, I can't, I, I lose pop. You're, you, know, you I, mixed up grinder. I think you, I think you're about to say grinder and went, oops. No, said no, 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 no. I I also have a rumble account. See, I, I watch rumble every day, man. I love rumble. Rumble cracks me up. There, there you go. But you can find me on my Twitter. Never. I ain't never leaving Twitter at PWSOPRF. That's PWSOPROF. And of course, hopefully this will be on the YouTubes at the PWSO networks. Follow my brothers in arms. You should play rumble. I try to, I'm trying to get a PWS Rumble account, but, you know, we're working on things. But anyway, yeah. follow my guy, the king of the reactions, 8-Track Brown at 8-Track Dash Day. And, of course, he was shredding the documents, but my my man, Billy Ray Valentine, has all the documents at Obi-Wan, you know me. And, TW, for next week, I have an epiphany. We haven't done a rivalries edition. You even said that before we did the show. And it's right. apropos, we'll... We haven't done this rivalry. We should have done this rivalry. And we've never did it. Roddy Roddy Piper versus Superfly Jimmy Snucka. Funny you say that. They, there's a coconut in the sink and he hits a zombie over the head with the coconut. Very, very that was cool. the, That was the scene that hit the professor on the noggin saying we haven't done a rivalries edition. So next week, we're going to do a rivalries Piper Snucka. Long overdue here on the PWSO Networks at Podbeam.com. And for that, I'm the professor. That's Dum Dum Doer in an idiot's own. The Iron Stomach one, Dr. Frankenstein, Tommy Wonder saying goodnight. And we will see you next time here at the PWR Podcast at the PWSO Networks at Podbeam.com. Peace. Dig it. No no zombie ever says dig it. Jesus. Yeah, take take the body out. Okay, well, there you go. That's, that's at least something. <laughs> all right man get your nba playoffs i can't see you anyway so all right well, Did send, it me, stop send me some pipers send, yeah uh no it's still recording <laughs> all right